Good morning, Contrarians. It is Thursday, July 21st, about 6.15 a.m. here, and stocks rallied yesterday, led by tech. We had NASDAQ up 1.6%. The S&P 500 and Dow were also up. The S&P about 6 cents of 1%. The NASDAQ has now been positive four out of the last five days and is up almost 4% this week. So it seems like the good old days are here again. Other indexes are up three of the last four days and have somewhat smaller gains. Now, this morning at this hour, it looks like risk appetite is abating a little bit. We have stocks basically flat, futures, NASDAQ clinging to small gains of one-tenth of 1%, Dow Industrials and S&P effectively or down a tiny bit, a couple basis points, but basically flat. Individual stocks making moves. Uh, these include Tesla, which reported earnings after the close yesterday and is up about 2.5% now after some pretty choppy trading overnight. Uh, we also have Carnival Cruise Lines, which is down more than 10% uh, after the company issued a share issuance, diluting shareholders. United Airlines is down 6% after their earnings. But this does not look to be a secular trend in travel stocks because Las Vegas Sands is up 4% after their earnings. So it looks like these are individual stories that are moving those stocks rather than any kind of industry-specific stuff. For now, commodities are down. WTI crude oil off almost 5% here this morning to trade near $95 a barrel. Cryptos are down a bit. Bitcoin off more than 2% to trade around 23,000. This is partly due to Tesla, which said it had whole, it had sold 75% of its Bitcoin holdings. Bonds are flat, the yield curve continues to be inverted. So it's a big day for earnings, the biggest one yet this earnings season. And in the pre-market today, we are due to hear from AT&T, that is a portfolio company, American Airlines, Travelers, Blackstone, D.R. Horton, and Philip Morris. Those are just the biggest ones, the main highlights of this morning's reports. Let me check here and see if any of them have reported quite yet. And it looks like, drum roll, no, 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 no. Okay, yeah, it's, it's a little early still. Um, we also then, after the close, there's more. We get uh, Mattel. Domino's Pizza and Auto Nation after the close at 4 p.m. Seeing how it's Thursday, we also have initial jobless claims out at 8.30. Um, now, employment has started to turn a little bit. Uh, the labor market has held up pretty well so far in the face of the historic Fed tightening that's been going on. Um, but don't forget that employment is a lagging indicator. And this initial jobless claims is actually the most up-to-date metric we have on hiring, at least the most reliable one from what I can tell. And last week, we had 244,000 new claims. That was the most since February and the sixth straight week of increases. And the number that we're looking for is 249,000 because that would constitute a 50% increase off of the lows. Um, and that qualifies as a recession, according to, um, that's I. I falsely attributed that to Mark Chandler. It's apparently to um, somebody else. But who cares? Point is, that's what that's one metric that these economists use uh, to 
qualify a recession. So 244 is what we saw last week. Now, this week, they're expecting 240,000, 240. So that's, that would be a drop. Uh, but this can be volatile, this number. Not that volatile, usually. But uh, we'll see. But, but watch for that at 8.30 because um, it, it could go a long way toward determining what happens today in markets, along with earnings, of course. The bottom line. So this week has seen the return of risk appetite. We've seen that. And the question is, if this is a dead cat bounce or the start of a more secular trend back into a bull market. Now, the economic data is pointing towards recession and the Fed is removing liquidity from the system. So, but then we saw six months of pretty sustained selling leading up to this. So maybe that was overdone and maybe markets are looking forward. They are forward-looking indicators and they're looking forward to a time when the Fed tightening cycle will have finished and the Fed will be loosening monetary policy. That makes sense on some level because if the Fed is able to engineer a recession, which they've basically admitted is their goal, then it stands to reason that their next move will be to loosen interest rates, to drop interest rates, and once again flood the system with liquidity, which is a euphemism or another way of saying they will print money. But so that's probably part of the calculus that's going on here. The only issue with this, from what I can tell, is that it underestimates the pain and destruction that even a mild recession will bring. Now, remember, it's never a mild recession when you go through it. That's only labeled after the fact. And I say that having lived through the early 90s, which is now seen as a mild recession, and also the early 2000s. Both were very painful at the time. And there are many industries that are maybe begging for what the Austrian economist Josef Schumpeter called creative destruction. I'm not sure if he used that term. I believe he would have been writing in German, and I'm not sure what the German term is. doesn't matter. But that's one of the things that happens, and it basically leads to advances in, in, in productivity. But it's often misused. Um, in fact, I misused it in the show notes, um, assigning it to cryptos. And the reason I misused that is that cryptos do not bring any kind of advances in productivity unless you are gambling or looking to launder money or otherwise um, commit some kind of major crime like kidnapping. So anyway, that's where we are today. And so, yes, yeah, so a couple of competing forces going around here. But look, the market seems to have refound its its bluster a little bit. And as they say, don't fight the tape. So who knows? But that's what we got today, this Thursday. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting the podcast. I may make this one free. I haven't done that in a while. Um, yeah, I think I will. So that's what we got. And with that, I leave you. I look forward to speaking to you again tomorrow and remind you that you can and should share your thoughts with me um, by sending them to contrarianpod at gmail.com. We can set up a time to talk if you'd like. And that's, that's it for today. Look forward to speaking to you again tomorrow. Bye.